Blog Talk Radio. Oh. One, Good evening, everybody, and welcome to our episode 13 on Joe Wu Radio, the Career Expert Live. Very excited to be back. We have a very, very special guest in Susan Bennett, who is uh, commonly known as the voice of Siri. Uh, it's going to be a fun interview with her, learn about voiceover talent. She'll be on probably in about eight, 10 minutes. We'll do our standard format, but wanted to welcome everybody back. Um, we do the show six weeks on, and then we're off a week, and then we repeat and rinse. So basically six weeks on one week off. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We'll get all the information out after the show. But before we begin, um, I do have to dedicate this show to our cat lady. Um, our cat lady was 19 years old. We just celebrated her 19-year-old birthday uh, last week, and unfortunately, she passed away on Sunday very uh, suddenly. Uh, very heartbreaking for us, but you know, you know how a pet is. It's uh, part of the family, and uh, so I'm going to dedicate this show to lady, and uh, I know she's watching over us our angel, but here's the lady. So we are definitely back. And uh, this show is actually really growing. We're getting you know great talent coming on the show. It's exciting to see the show continue to expand. So every other week, we'll probably have a special guest. And then we'll sort of rotate a little bit where we have a uh, focus on a specific uh, career topic as well. So uh, give you a lot of good information, have guests come in and then do some very targeted uh, career topic issues. And we're working to get more sponsors too. So if you are interested, reach out to me. And again, as I said, this is a very special show with Susan Bennett coming on momentarily. Uh, most of you know her as the voice of uh, Apple's iPhone uh, help Siri. And it's great, but I'm excited about it too. It's nerve wracking as well. And I'll be honest. And I always like to be honest with my my listeners that very nervous, but in a good way. Uh, it's not they don't have any confidence or anything like that, but I'm out of my comfort zone here. As you know, I've always talked about getting out of our comfort zone, stretching us a little bit and uh, going for, you know, the home run. And we've got Susan Bennett coming on shortly, which is which is great. And it's uh, it's a great feeling. And we're going to have some really cool guests uh, coming up soon in a few weeks, in about a month. Peter Pasternak from Amy's Slip This House is going to be on, talk about real estate and a lot of other things. So let's get to the major news that's uh, going on since we last were live on the air. So the Republican debate number two is actually coming up tomorrow. Uh, this is going to be very fun to watch, obviously, because we, as we know, Donald Trump, you never know what he's going to say or what he's going to do. Uh, but Trump's actually holding the lead. And Ben Carson is actually um, gaining ground. Uh, last I saw, Trump was at like 27 percent and Carson was at 23 percent. Uh, it's very interesting to see how that's going to continue to shape up on the Democratic side. Looks like Bernie Sanders is, is gaining momentum, and I think Joe Biden's still considering a run. I don't know if you, everybody saw on Stephen Colbert, he was actually on, very raw, very emotional. Uh, we all know, obviously, the tragic loss of, of his son, Bo, but we'll see what happens. My guess now, seems like he's going to run with everything going on with Hillary. Uh, she's losing momentum and losing ground. I'm not sure how she's going to be able to sustain that, but it should be a very interesting fall in, in politics. Uh, Facebook uh, announced today, Mark Zuckerberg announced that Facebook's going to input a dislike button. So many of you people out there, I think everybody likes that. So sure. yeah, everybody likes that. Um, and Verizon's going to be testing its 5G network. And Target's going to test in-home groceries starting next week, I think on Tuesday in the Minneapolis area. Uh, we do know that the wildfires are continuing in California. It's very tragic to see houses burned down in neighborhoods. Thoughts and prayers to everyone out there, and obviously that's that's definitely impacting the the economy. And we wish the uh, amazing firefighters to be safe out there. 
Let's move over to specific company news uh, brought to you by dailyjobcuts.com. It's a source for job information and job cuts. So with the daily job cuts, we like to typically, for those new listeners, we like to typically talk about the various um, job issues that are going on. There were specific companies, mergers, acquisitions, and layoffs. It's a good way, good indication and barometer to give people uh, what's going on. So with daily job cuts, um, Great Television announced on Monday that it's acquiring all the television and radio stations of Church Communications in a $442 million deal. Never actually heard of either organization, but obviously they're they're pretty big and uh, surprised to to see that merger and uh, acquisition, but keep our eyes on that. Um, as you know, in the past, we've announced that HP was doing a series of layoffs across the board. Um, they did announce in the last week that 25000 to 30000 will leave its enterprise division as part of a spinoff. So it continued uh, some downward spirals there for, for HP. They really got to turn things around, and I'm not sure if it's a little too late. The LA Times uh, has significant cuts coming to its newsroom, we learned. Uh, news is coming one week after the ouster of its publisher. Uh, Deutsche Bank is reducing its staff by about 25% in the coming months. Not much more information there than just that announcement, and we'll look forward to hearing what's uh, what's going on there. Uh, Lockheed Martin, 500 cuts across its IT and governance service division in uh, the Houston area. And ConocoPhillips, about 10% of its workforce, uh, mostly uh, layoffs in, in Houston. So we'll continue to see uh, what's going on there. But if you do have any questions, uh, you can actually call in. Uh, we have a guest call in number. For those of you that are very new to our show and our format, we do have an open call format. We ask that you uh, be open and honest and uh, ask as many questions as you like. You can call in at 347-989-0028. We do screen callers. And we, uh, again, just uh, want you to know that you can call in any time. You can reach us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, post any questions out there. I'm looking out there now. I don't see anything yet. I've had a few people like to ask me to uh, ask Susan Bennett, who's the voice of Siri, uh, what is zero divided by zero? So some good humor there for most of you who don't know. It's kind of interesting to hear what uh, Apple's iPhone Siri's response is when you do uh, zero divided by zero. Or, you know, somebody said, hey, use some foul language to see what she says. But uh, very exciting. That should be diving in here for about two minutes to our show. And look forward to a fantastic interview and learning a lot from her. Uh, so as I said, again, uh, most of you who don't know me, I am a uh, life coach and career coach. So we do have services out there. My website is uh, in the process of being stood up. And if you are interested in any services, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I've got the um, information that's posted out there on social media. You can reach out to me at any time. Uh, go to the facebook.com uh, forward slash Joe Wu fan page like us. Uh, pass along and some great information and stuff out there. And very excited this fall to have our website finally stood up and some good products and services uh, coming out very soon. So uh, a lot on that, and we'll probably have a show on that as well. Um, so while we're waiting for Susan here, um, just to also give everybody uh, some information, uh, next week's show most likely will fo- feature a specific topic. Um, if you have any topics that you'd be interested in, feel free to message us or post on social media. like to hear what you want to hear. And one of the topics that we're actually looking at is workplace uh, conflict, how to deal with that directly, and have some tips and tricks that I've learned over the years and my success and in my failures. So it'll be very interesting. Um, that's one idea that we're throwing around right now. And we have some, you know, workplace communications as well as interview tips. We might start out with some interview tips and then build up to some of these other topics, but it's going to be a great fall. So definitely stick around on the uh, Joe Wu Radio. Uh, love to have all your listeners um, continue to listen and continue to work with us. Got some great things uh, planned ahead. 
So we're uh, waiting here just a moment for Susan, and we'll bring her on momentarily. Uh, but again, if you feel interested in dialing into the show, you can dial in at 347-989-0028 to take any questions regarding life, financial, or job. Uh, it'd be great to hear from anybody out there, especially a lot of our, our new callers. I know we probably have a massive audience listening here. So uh, don't be shy. Um, very easygoing and love to work with you out in any way I can, especially with my my expertise and experience. All right. So just give us a moment here. We're going to work to bring Susan on here momentarily. And I'll tell you, though, it's amazing as I um, was waiting for uh, Susan here just to think about where the summer went. I know we talked a little bit about that on our September 1st episode, but our uh, son just started school and it's just amazing how the uh, the time really flies when you think about it. We had a wonderful summer and uh, absolutely interesting how uh, time flies when you get older. I was just talking to somebody about that today, how feel like I don't have enough time in the day to get all this stuff done. And uh, so obviously that's another topic we'll definitely talk about is the, uh, is the time management. So, um, you know, it's, it's real interesting to, uh, to think about how as a kid, you know, time really was very, very slow and seemed like the summer was endless and it was just, uh, just uh, amazing fun. And now it seems like the summer in the blink of an eye just blows by, but you know, all the kids are back in school and it's exciting to see that and hopefully they'll be traveling around to some campuses to speak about career-related stuff and um, looking forward to that as well. So many, many things planned out in the uh, future for me. And stay tuned. It's going to be very, very exciting uh, to see what's next. And it looks like Susan might be having some technical difficulties in dialing in here. But we'll get ready to go on hopefully here in just a minute. And again, if uh, you have the number, 347-989-0028, we have some quick time here for any callers. Anybody wants to... Uh, reach out to us. Um, also, our main sponsor, which is Johnstown uh, Technical Support, Kevin Massey Antonio. Um, he's one of our sponsors of the show, just had some uh, mouth issues and some surgery. So we wish him well and all the best to him. And uh, hopefully we'll also bring him back on uh, the air pretty soon. All right. And we've got Susan coming on. Hello. Hi, Susan. Yes. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Excellent. How are you? Doing wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, for joining me tonight. I really, really appreciate your time and sure, your opportunity. It's great, and it's interesting as I as I hear your voice, I hear a little bit of that series. So sorry to kind of go there, but it's, <laughs> uh, it's exciting. I'm sure you get that quite a bit. <laughs> Sometimes, not not as much as you would think, really. Right, right. That's interesting. Um, so one of the questions I first want to start out with you is, uh, so what's it like uh, being a voiceover artist? I know a lot of people in the industry, but what's it truly like, you know, being a voice of various things in commercials and obviously the voice of Siri? Well, it's uh, it's quite different than it was when I first started and when I did uh, probably more commercial work than I'm doing now. Uh, the entire audition uh, situation is, is completely different. You used to go through your agent and you would only be auditioning against a few other people. And now, uh, because of so many agencies and so many uh, internet production companies, a lot of times you don't even know where your uh, audition is going to end up or if it's it's even going to be heard because there are so many people uh, trying to, to do this kind of work now. But uh, being a voiceover actor is really, really fun. It's uh, Every job is different. And uh, so every day is different. That's really a nice aspect of it. But much like uh, an actor's life, 
there's no guarantee. Uh, you right. know, you can't expect to get, you know, the your exact paycheck every two weeks or every month or whatever and, and know exactly what it's going to be. You don't really know from day to day uh, what type of work you're going to have or if you're going to have work. Gotcha. So I'm sure in the beginning when you kind of started out, that was sort of the, the path you, you know you took and you struggled with that where periodically you'd have, you know, months where you say, okay, where's where's the check coming in or where's the money coming in? So I'm sure that was a, was a struggle. Well, I was fortunate because I was singing throughout the whole time, and I worked, uh, had a band for many, many years. And uh, and I'll have to say that I think that you know the time that I got into the voiceover business was just perfect for me because I just sort of started and and immediately took off. So I was I was very fortunate. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's something I didn't know. So that's that's neat that you were in a band. So was that was that a lot of fun? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm a musician first and foremost, and that's exactly how I got into the business. Uh, I used to be a, a do a lot of jingle singing when they did that kind of stuff. <laughs> gotcha. And gotcha. Uh, um, one day the voice actor didn't show up, and so the owner of the studio said, uh, "Susan, you don't have an accent. Come over here and read this copy." <laughs> so I said, "Okay," and I did it. And I thought, "Oh man, this is fun. I can do this." So I got some uh, voice coaching and found an agent, and that's that's that. Gotcha. So that was one of my questions is getting started. So basically someone just asked you to kind of read some some script and uh, it just seemed uh, the rest is history, basically. Right. Many voice actors come from three different areas, music, acting, or audio engineering. It, you'd be surprised the number of audio engineers who become oh, wow. uh, voice actors. I think a lot of it has to do with having an ear. You know, being able to not only being able to read and interpret, but but have an ear for what the person's, you know, what the client is looking for, or or what kind of interpretation you need for a script, and uh, so so it's not surprising that that voice people came from these three particular areas. Gotcha. That's neat. I never would have thought audio engineers, but I guess it does kind of make sense. You know, they're obviously involved in audio, and they always have that ear fine tuning, you know, audio of a show or or you know what have you. So yeah. Right. Well, of course they would have to have a, a good voice as well, but that's another right. um, misunderstanding I think about voiceover. So many people want to get into it, understandably so, um, but it's not enough just to have a good voice. You like anything else, it's it, you have to have some skills. You really have right. to learn some skills. You have to be able to learn to. Uh, read cold, take direction, read um, scripts in a certain amount of time. You know, for commercials, you have to read something within 30 seconds or 60 seconds. And, and more often than not, right, right. Uh, the writer has given you way too much copy for the amount of time. So <laughs> so yeah. you've got to be a little flexible. There are, there are a lot of things to learn, but there are a lot of different aspects of voiceover as well. Uh, of course, a, a person like with a quirky voice like that in 80 is going to get into some <laughs> right. commercials um, right. may just want to concentrate on that area because, you know, a person with a, a voice that sounds like that is probably not going to be doing medical narrations or something, oh, sure. like, right. exactly. something like that, right. you know, that has a little bit more gravitas to it. Um, but there are a lot of different aspects to voiceover. You can, um, everyone, you know, of course, everyone wants to be a cartoon or an, in animation. Exactly. Um, right. But that's a pretty closed group. There's there's a group of just just uber talented people in Los Angeles, and they've pretty much got that sewn up, but <laughs> um, right, yeah, you're right. which That's isn't to say it's impossible to break into, but uh, it's difficult. Um, yeah. You pretty much have to go to L.A. and, and make that your, your life's goal, at, you know, trying to get into uh, to that very closed group. But there are so many other aspects of voiceover. Not all of it is, you know, really fun and sexy, like, uh, you know, right. the, the vocabulary that I read that became Siri was very, very tedious, 
you know, redundant work. Um, but there was a skill to it, and it paid well. And, you know, so there are a lot of different aspects of voiceover that a person can can look into. Gotcha. So what was it like then when you first uh, heard your voice uh, being used in an ad? What was your reaction? I know from, you know, I've worked in the customer service industry, so my calls were recorded. And it was very awkward, you know, in the beginning, didn't have the confidence to kind of hear my voice. But what was it like when you, when you sort of first heard your voice? Well, you know, I've been doing this uh, for so many years. Are you talking about the very first time I heard my voice? Yeah, you know, I feel like the uh, very first time when you when you first started out, you you know, you just kind of heard it on the commercial or heard it. And I'm like, wow, there's my voice. Oh, it was fun. It was really fun, and I also it's a good way to learn because you you hear it on the air and you go, oh, let me think. Hmm, I might have done something else like this. You know, you you really right. learn from it. And being a perfectionist, I always you know, unfortunately, I always hear the things that that uh, I consider to be wrong or it could have been different but um it was really really fun very fun yeah that's neat so i know um when you first started out too you studied at uh, brown and your intention was to uh to become a teacher so what was your uh, deciding factor to kind of go down a different path well to tell you the truth i really didn't know what i wanted to do um i got married very young i got married right after graduation and uh i i you know at, at that part of my life, I was basically pretty much just kind of hanging out with my husband and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And uh, I, when he and I both moved to Atlanta, which is where I still live, um, I just uh, decided that, well, you know, this is a great place, and I think I'm just going to venture out and, and uh, start start working wherever I, I can. So I started doing a lot of uh, musical venues and, you know, restaurants and, and live music venues right. and, and singing uh, jingles for studios. And that's how that all began. I, I, I was very fortunate to have the cushion of having a husband who uh, he was a uh, my my first husband was Kurt Bennett of the uh, National Hockey League player. Oh, and okay. so, you know, he he was doing very, very well at the time. And so I had the luxury of not having to get to, to just race around for a paycheck. I had the luxury of taking my time and figuring out exactly what I wanted to do. Um, but for anyone who wants to get into the business, you know, uh, you it's not you're not going to just more than likely you're not just going to jump into it all of a sudden just, right. you know, have this huge career. So it's always good to, to have something else going on at the same time. Um, and if anyone wants to, to reach out to me, you can just check out, get my email from my website. I have a doc uh, that I put together to tell people, you know, how to how to basically get started and the skills that you need. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, because I, I hear a lot of that. I have a lot of friends who wanted to kind of get in the voiceover. And one thing is, you know, they always say, like you talked about before, was, you know, lack of confidence. They don't feel like their voice is, is the best voice. But I think you bring up good points about other aspects of it, of it too. And then I also see the other side, like you just mentioned too, where, where people are like, oh, I think I've got, you know, the great voice and I'm going for it. And they get so disappointed and you know, they kind of get very frustrated when things don't really work out so quickly. Right. Well, the thing about it is you just have to, it's like anything else. You have to be right. persistent and you have to not give up. That's just the key. If yeah. you, if this is what you really want to do and you think that you have the ability to do it, you just have to keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. Um, and, you know, there are certain things that you can do, uh, for instance, be, become really good at it. You know, right. don't just, you know, try to, to, uh, to get by on a quirky voice or, or, something that you think might might work for yourself you really right. really helps to learn the skills learn learn to read you know improve your vocabulary 
You know, you don't want to look like an idiot at, you know, in the studio sometime when someone asks you to read this paragraph and something, you don't know right. the word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, right. you know, um, bone up on the English language, which is kind of hard to do these days because the, the language is definitely changing with, you know, email and texting in particular. We're doing a lot of abbreviating and yep, and uh, exactly. definitely not doing so much with uh, with much writing or and especially punctuation. So uh, it's it's a bit of a challenge. But um, all those things, you know, just get your get make yourself really, really good. Be get yeah. really good at what you what you want to do, and uh, and then you'll have the confidence, and you can build your confidence by doing tons and tons of of auditions. And that's one of the things I say in my in my uh, advice uh, document is that if you join up with with uh, companies like Voice One Two Three and and, and Voices dot com. Right. Um, they're they're kind of low end, you know, uh, paying and that sort of thing. But you will just get inundated with auditions, and that's what you do is practice. And when you practice enough, and you know, and then you'll start to win some auditions, and then that will start to build your confidence because it's yeah. all about confidence. If you if you don't feel confident, uh, you know, perhaps you have some acting ability, and you can. Pretend to have confidence, right, but that's exactly. really the thing you need. Um, yeah. It's true of just about any job. I also tell people who want to do voiceover that uh, you know that it is uh, an aspect of acting. It's voice acting in many right. cases, and it will always help you to sign up for an improv class. I mean, it's scary as hell because oh, yeah. you know you're on the spot. You have to you know just think on your feet and try to be quick. And you know, if you can allow yourself to do that and 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 look like an idiot at times, <laughs> you will exactly. really really benefit because if if you can go go through that and learn some of the techniques that you will learn in an improv class, it will do nothing but help you in any aspect of career, any any right. career that you choose to do. Yeah, and I agree with you, and, and that's one thing. You know, I coach a lot of people right now, and I see so many people who, you know, they they don't want to put the time in. You know, there's they get so gung ho, they kind of start out, and then all of a sudden they sort of fade off. You know, they hit the first uh, pocket of adversity, and then they kind of give up and, and try something else. And you just you're absolutely right. You just got to keep pushing through and and just continue to really hone and practice your craft. And I think you know when well, I when I got to college, right, it's one of those things where I said oh, I'll stop learning, but now you got to keep learning and keep doing it. Oh, absolutely! I took a bunch, you know, several months of voice coaching last year myself, and I've been in the business for decades. <laughs> you know, right. yeah, you can't give up on it. You have to really, really keep up with, you know, advertising trends if that's what you're trying to do, getting into commercial things. Um, but any kind of education is always going to help you. Don't ever yeah. think that you have to stop learning. Uh, absolutely, you you need to do that. And rejection is part of the business. I know that when uh, I used to do a lot of work through an agent, this was back in the days when you would actually go to the agent's office to audition oh, right. for voiceover. And, you know, they absolutely loved me because I never pestered them about who won the audition. And, right. uh, you know, they would say, oh, you're so great. You don't ever call and bug us about the audition. I said, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I figure if I won it, someone would let me know, right? Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> so exactly I figure it. I didn't get it for what for some reason. Um, so... You just have to keep plugging at it. And the funny thing is, too, that a lot of it's very subjective. It, it's not, you know, you may have done a really spectacular audition, but for some reason, you know, the, your, somebody, else, somebody else's voice just piqued uh, the client's yep. interest for some reason. And so you can't take the rejection uh, 
too personally, although it, it is very personal, you have no, to really absolutely. get over that and kind of build a little shell around yourself because that is what you do. You audition, you audition, you audition, you audition. And I still have to audition after all these years and after, you know, uh, some of the, the successes that I've had. It's right. still part of the deal. You know, you audition and many, many, many times you are not chosen uh, simply yeah. because you're auditioning against so many other people at this point in time, but um, oh, yeah, and that's a, that's a great point you bring up too, because I, I think a lot of people, you know, they get into it and they get so disappointed. And, and as you said, you know, they get so frustrated and take it so personal that they just, they just give up. And I did a lot of that, you know, when I was younger, you get out of college, like, Oh, I didn't get the job. And you know, they didn't, why didn't they like me? And you take it so personal. And I just learned, you just got to just, you know, chill out and go and trust the process. And, you know, like you said, it's, it's somebody's decision. Somebody may have peaked in an interview where you didn't. And so you got to take the experience and, and keep moving forward and never give up. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the case in, in just about every aspect of life. You know, as they, they always say, all the new agey uh, philosophers are saying that, you know, you learn much more from you know, your failures than your successes. Um, and, you know, difficult as that may be, I, I think it is true. Um, yeah. You just kind of have to <laughs> buck up and, <laughs> exactly. and and accept the fact that you're not going to get it every single time, and just right. um, and and you know live with that and just keep trying to improve and and uh, broaden your base and and keep at it. No, absolutely. It's good. Good points. So, what was it um, like when the first time you learned that your voice was the was the voice Siri? What was sort of that moment like when you said, "Wow, they're using my voice. That's awesome." Well, it was kind of strange because uh, a fellow voice actor emailed me on the day that Siri was introduced, October 4th, 2011. Hard to believe it's been four years. But wow. um, uh, she said, uh, hey, we're playing uh, with this new iPhone. Isn't this you? And I, I, I was kind of horrified. I said, what? I don't know anything about this. <laughs> uh, so I uh, went to the Apple site and I listened and I said, yep, that's me. So it was it was kind of strange because for me, I feel that digital voices kind of fell through the cracks. Uh, it's one of the businesses and, and uh, that just could not keep up with the speed of the technology. At the time that we were doing all of the vocabulary and the digital recording that, that ended up becoming all of these digital voices like Siri and Cortana and, and GPS voices and such, we didn't really understand exactly where they were going when we recorded. We knew they were going on phone systems, uh, most of it phone systems. But uh, at that time, 10 years ago, we couldn't really picture that a phone was going to be this little miniature computer that you (laughs) held in your hand and you interacted with. So uh, it was just kind of, you know, like our, (laughs) our, our particular practice couldn't keep up with, with, how technology was changing everything, and so uh, so yeah, that was kind of uh, kind of weird to to be in that situation. And although I had heard my voice so many times on radio and TV commercials and, and such, uh, it was really really creepy to talk to Siri and have me answer myself. <laughs> right, I'm sure. So you, I'm guessing that you have an iPhone then. <laughs> oh, I have an iPhone. Yeah, that gotcha. I was. You know, I felt I felt. You know, very. Uh, uh, I, I had two very different reactions. I was very, very <laughs> flattered that my voice had been chosen because our house is, is uh, you know, completely uh, Apple Apple house. You know, we've got gotcha. I think four computers and uh, iPods, iPads, you know, iPhones, and um, and so I was very flattered from that that aspect. But on the other hand, I was like, well, now wait a minute, <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> 
That's funny. No, that's neat. Yeah, my my kids uh, love my phone and they and they love your voice. They constantly when I remember when I first got the iPhone, when they started hearing the voice, you know, Siri, they were just like, oh my gosh! And they took the phone and hit it, and they were playing with it, and they still do it in the car, and they just, you know, they crack up. They and and it's funny now. Like in the beginning, they would ask like silly questions. Now they're asking all these specific questions. Where do I find this? Where is the nearest pizza shop or something like that? And it's just it's hysterical right. to watch them and play with it. And as you said, you know, I would imagine ten years ago we have phones that really do all this stuff for us. It's absolutely uh, absolutely amazing. Well, 10 years ago, you know, the phones phones were, you know, it's that's the thing that made the the original voice of Siri so iconic is she was the first concatenated voice to sound pretty right. human and to interact as well. So that's why she's she's pretty iconic and she showed yeah. up in 2011. So it took about 6 years for them to to weed through all of those crazy phrases and sentences. If you don't know the word concatenation, yeah. it refers to um, you know, technicians and probably computers at this point. They go in and extract different sounds from the recordings we did and then reform them into new phrases and and sentences that, you know, end up on on your digital devices and you know, so basically it's the programmers that that come up with all that stuff. It's not I, you know, I I uh you know, the only uh, contribution I made was my voice. And, you know, any of the answers that you get from Siri were not uh, were not mine. Um, in fact, one of the right. times I, I did talk to Siri, you know, I said, uh, well, hi, Siri, what are you doing? And uh, <laughs> she very disgustedly said, I'm talking to you. <laughs> wow, that must have been interesting to hear that. And then they became, you know, I said, Siri, you dissed me. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be funny uh, to hear that I, I can only imagine what that was like <laughs> yeah it was no, pretty funny. funny that's too funny so can you talk about a time uh, in your career where you had to overcome some some really uh, tough adversity uh, in business and, and what did you learn from that experience you know I'll have to say I don't really remember any isolated incident that was particularly uh, difficult Um I think the thing for me personally that was difficult, and I think it's just a, a, just a, the nature of this particular business, right. is dealing with the rejection. Right. I remember the, the first, you know, and I used to do a lot of on-camera work as well, and, I, you know, I would get so nervous that, you know, just for, you know, months and months would go by and I just wouldn't get anything, and I just thought, you you are just hyping yourself up here. You've just got to, you know, take a deep breath and just not care so much about it. <laughs> right, right. It's so amazing how when you just kind of accept things and kind of let them go, that all of a sudden things start working. And that's what happened with me. I went for, oh, I, you know, I can't tell you exactly how long, but a long time, just, you know, auditioning, you know, auditioning, nothing was happening. Uh, now, this was mostly for on camera, but it also happens with, with voiceover. Um, you just can't get discouraged if you really, really want it and you really, really think you're good at it. You know, just keep at it because one day, click, you know, someone will pick you. And then all of a sudden, you know, other people say, oh, hey, man, that one really, really, really like that that spot that I heard you on. And then all of a sudden someone else wants to hire you. So, you know, you you just have to kind of find your inner strength and just keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And and that's it's unfortunate to see a lot of people, you know, kind of do that for a little bit and then they, they easily give up on on things, but it's it's great that you stuck with it and and just really persist and that's I think a huge lesson for people just never give up and just keep going and uh, and keep practicing. Well, I think that, you know, in this culture that's just so celebrity um focused and so focused on 
entertainment, and right. all of a sudden you see people pop up and you know in People magazine or something that you've never heard of before, and they're a 16-year-old making millions of dollars, and you kind of go, what? But yeah. in most cases, you will find that most people who achieve big success have worked at it for years. Right. Yep. And... Um, you know, they it's they seem like an overnight success be, just because you've never heard of them before. It doesn't mean that they haven't been doing well in their in their own you know local region or whatever. Um, but you you really do have to put in the work. Um, I've yep. had students before who who you know seem to have a lot of potential, but they you know if if they had a really great interesting voice or something and just really weren't committed to it, you know they they kind of got discouraged and and uh, let it you know, and, and, and quit. And I would say if you, if you are so easily, you know, uh, inclined to, to give up that it's probably not the business for you anyway, because it's right. not, uh, there's no guarantee. Uh, you do not know exactly where your next job is coming from. And so it yep. can be a little, uh, can be a little scary at times. And uh, so you really do have to be committed to it, and part of that commitment is is working on yourself and getting really, really good at it. Gotcha. Well, that's great. So, so what's next for for Susan? I know you're involved in a couple of different things, but what's sort of on the on the horizon for you in the near future? Well, I I really love voiceover and I really love singing, so I'm still doing both of those things, and I'm also starting to do a lot of uh, public appearances and um, and speaking events. And uh, telling great. the story of Siri and talking about voiceover and doing different voices for people. Oh, that's neat. That's awesome. So my my last question for you uh, today is: um, if you can imagine you're sitting in front of your younger self, let's say you're at a table and your younger self uh, sits down in front of you, uh, what would you say to your younger self? Uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, give yourself permission to make mistakes and just keep going. And, you know, it's really hard for some people who, who, who tend to be critical of themselves or who were brought up in a, in a critical environment, family environment. Right. It's, it's, uh, that's, it's hard to get over that, but you have to learn to do it because nobody is going to be you're, – you're, you're really putting a giant uh, boundary between yourself and your success if you, if you can't just kind of throw yourself out there and take a bit of a risk. Even if you yep. think, oh, well, gee, I don't know if I'd be good for that part. So what? You know, right. if 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 you seem like you're, if you if you fit the criteria for the part, <laughs> go for it. You know, yep, just try exactly. it. Keep trying it. Keep trying it. And uh, and if you you know keep working at it, and learning the skills, and getting your confidence by auditioning, and eventually winning some things, it'll you know it it usually works out. Yep, no, that's great. That's uh, that's great advice. Well, this has been an absolute uh, pleasure to speak to you. I'm I'm very thankful for you to uh, take time out of your busy schedule uh, to join me tonight. This has uh, been wonderful. Learned a lot of well, good uh, I, things. And, yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, you you asked some some different questions from from most other people, so <laughs> it was gotcha. fun for me too. <laughs> oh, good, good. And and I'll, once once the show's over too, this will be in a podcast format, so we'll make sure I uh, put your information up there from your website. So if anybody wants to uh, to reach out to you and uh, get in touch with you, they can they can definitely do that. But I appreciate your time and uh, and thank you so much. Uh, it's been great. And good luck. Well, you. thank you, Joe. Yep. Take care. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, everybody, that was Susan Bennett, the voice of Siri, 
and uh, just absolute uh, fun guest to have. And just amazing that uh, Susan's career began in 1974, and uh, she had the voice of First National Bank of Atlanta, uh, really the teller. And uh, here she is as the voice of Siri. So an amazing journey. And as she said, success doesn't really happen overnight. And you can see from 1974, she had some great success. But to get the level she's at, it, it takes um, takes some time. So thank you again, Susan, for uh, the wonderful interview. And uh, that's all the time we have tonight. It's been a wonderful show. Uh, please join me next week for another weekly show and uh, keep you posted on what that topic's going to be. And thank you all for listening. And thank you for being a part of the journey. Good night. Live amazing. And lady, wherever you are, we'll see you soon. Take care, everybody.